Hi, welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans Podcast, we're still figuring out what the heck this podcast is. But what I do know is I like talking about all things pop culture, uh, social media, and shenanigans. And today, to help me talk about some housewives shenanigans, we have the Phoenix Diva, also known as Diva. Diva, say hi. <laughs> hi. It's like the Amanda show. You know that, right? It's the Amanda yeah. show today. Because yes. my name's Amanda, so we're having the Amanda show. Shout out to Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. So I was telling Diva before we started recording um, that I may be a bit of a runaway train in the brain department. Uh, I have been taking care of a family member who has COVID. It's been a busy week. Um, it's been a nightmare. Um, they're doing fine. Um, and I'm just holding in. Contempt is not the word. <laughs> My, my, I told you so moment. I don't know. Um, it's definitely because, an I told you so moment. No, it is because this was so avoidable. <laughs> yeah. It, well, like, um, I'm currently doing therapy, right? And mm-hmm. this guy told me that one of the people that he's seeking doing counseling with, she's a nurse, or I think she's a nurse or mm-hmm. something like that. And she told her parents to get the shot. Now her, both her parents did get the shot. They're both in a hospital with COVID and the dad might not make it. So she's just like, super pissed which is why she's yeah. a therapist yeah <laughs> yeah no trust me i called my therapist i took my uh it's one of my parents i took my parent to the er was there till like four in the morning slept yeah. on a friend's couch because i didn't want to stay at covid hotel aka their place and uh then i was like driving back uh to la the next morning and i called uh i got had my scheduled therapy appointment and i was like listen to the weekend i've had <laughs> and just like railed on my whole family <laughs> yeah this is the tea let's talk about it yeah okay so yes please get vaccinated uh and fun fact here in uh orange county or that's where i took them to the er if you were not vaccinated you could not go in with your family member so because i had to show proof of my vaccine and all of that in order to even go in the room with them and i'm still gonna get a covid test just to be safe for the record i feel fine i have a brain fog but i'm fairly certain that's lack of sleep you just have have no sleep and you just you have no sleep and you want to say i told you so Oh, so badly. But I still know they're miserable right now. So I'm right. like, okay, I'll just be, I'll be the good daughter. How pissed will you be if they don't get the shot after this? Oh, it's going to be like a, okay, cool. So I'll see you uh, on holidays only, even though you only live an hour away. Like it's going to be like, <laughs> there's going to be a like problem. That? Yeah, it's no, going like, to be a problem. I doubt that will happen, but that's like totally a possibility. Mm-hmm. That after that, you're like, yeah. I'm the invincible bitch. Like, yeah. Oh, you, I so wish I could have recorded the, uh, so intake nurse, I'm, this is not the topic. We're not railing on COVID people and all of that. But like, I just, <laughs> this is all my last week has been like, I didn't even film a video last week. I was like, this is all, I was so brain I'm invincible, bitch. <laughs> like, like, no, but like we went into the ER and the ER nurse was like, have you had the, the vaccine? All of that. And he goes, no. And she just goes, hmm, yeah, a lot of people are, who are unvaccinated are having COVID symptoms right now. Tea! Tea! Oh, God, it was good. But anyway, we are talking about real housewife shenanigans today. And I'm, I'm for it. <laughs> so, yeah, the as always, uh, still, have no, there's no structure to this podcast. Um, I'm grody looking. I'm barely right. to sleep. But uh, we're just going to talk about a uh, run through a variety of like housewives shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, wait, I got to do this disclaimer. Okay. So, Welcome to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. If the title didn't give it away or me introducing myself as Swell, um, this is a podcast run by a YouTuber. I am not a lawyer. I am not anything. Okay? Okay, cool. My guest today is Diva. She is a streamer and a, what else would you describe yourself as? A, a internet personality? How else I guess. <laughs> we are not uh, making any definitive statements. Everything we are talking about is alleged unless there's actual indictments involved. Please do not sue us since we are talking about people who have the money to do so. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I don't know if some of them do because some of them are going through bankruptcy court right now. So I don't know if they got enough money for a lawsuit for some of them. I feel like they would do a see, but they need money to pay off the rest of the lawsuit. So I feel like they'd be like, yeah, we can run this YouTubers, these people dry. We can do that. Just suck out their souls. They'd probably sell a kidney, you know, like I don't know what the rich do. The the blood of the youth. I'm 23. I don't know. (laughs) What do they want? But what's so shocking about these current housewives, so, like, the housewives are currently in trouble, like, trouble, trouble, like, because, like, all Mm -hmm. of them go through lawsuits. Like, if you go through the list of them, they all have some impending lawsuit of some sort Mm -hmm. of bullshit 
Can we curse? Oh, yeah, we can curse. I swear, okay. like a sailor. You're good. Yeah. yeah. So they're going <laughs> to go through, like, some sort of bullshit. Like, all of them are. Like, I can, mm-hmm. like, we will be here all day if you're going to talk about housewives and lawsuits, honestly. Yeah. But, like, the two main ones that are going on right now that everyone's talking about is Jen Shaw from Salt Lake City mm-hmm. and Erica Girardi from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. What's so interesting about these two ladies is before their bullshit happened, we have Teresa Judice from Real Housewives from Real Housewives, New Jersey, who went to jail. Yeah. Who went to jail, who went through bankruptcy court, whose judge actually went to Bravo and said, give us your footage. So mm-hmm. we've all seen this kind of play out before of what happens when you're on reality TV and you're not really telling the truth about your finances. Yeah. Right? So Teresa went to jail. Yeah. I think the thing about Teresa's lawsuit too, is we got one, a good insight into how the finances of just like, not even just Teresa, but like how the housewives get paid. Like, I think she only, I think she gets like what two, it's like 200 grand a season or something, Yeah, which someone's going to be like, that's a lot of money. It's like, but it's not how, yeah. When you think about how long they film these people for and also that's, that's the, they are only paying the housewives. Technically they're not paying the rest of the family. They do not pay the husbands. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, There is a little bit of a deal, but it's between the wife and the husband. I was listening Mm -hmm. to an interview. I forgot who it was, but Mm -hmm. there was an interview and they were asking about the money. Mm -hmm. And they say, what happened is like, for example, Candy and Todd. So that's, Mm -hmm. Todd helps with the storyline, obviously, because Candy, Mm -hmm. like she doesn't have, I'm talking about real house. of Atlanta for the people in the back. So mm-hmm. basically, Candy and Todd kind of have a thing saying, like, hey, babe, you got to pay like what, like 500, whatever grand. Can I have a slice of that? So, like, she'll kind of give him a little bit of money from that. Yeah. Slice. Yeah. But, but that's also, something. The wife and the husband. Yeah. And also, something. I think there was, um, I want to say it was uh, Andy Cohen show or something. Right. But she, Candy also said something. She's like, I won't do any. They keep offering me spinoff shows and I won't do it because then that takes away from the storylines. And then they can cut down your payment on the Real Housewives. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good point. So, also, but then that would make sense as well. Yeah, with paying the husband, because it's like, oh, well, you would get a bigger chunk of the pie if we did a spinoff. Yeah. So, yeah. And then also, like, I did hear a rumor. I don't know if it's true. I've heard this rumor several times that, like, with the beginning Housewives, they had this fucked up deal, like this fucked up 360 deal that whatever businesses they do outside of Real Housewives, Bravo gets a chunk of it, allegedly. Oh, this is that's some Team Ten bullshit. I don't like. That. I heard this tea, and I heard that Bethany is the only one that got away with it. So, like, Nini is Ooh. currently paying Bravo, like all. Yeah, like, I think her boutique goes to Bravo, and then there's a rumor mm-hmm. that Luann from Real Housewives of New York, you know how she's doing her cabaret shit. Yeah, Bravo's getting a pot piece of that. I mean, okay, I am not speaking down about the Countess, but <laughs> but they're getting a piece to- of that. Yeah, no, it allegedly. Makes, I mean, considering, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Hashtag alleged. Any, yeah. But with the, um, but with Luann's cabaret stuff, I mean, considering how much of her storyline involves her cabaret, it would make sense. But I mean, I think the same goes for Bethany, considering how much, like, she was not making that much money at this point. No, she was a nobody. Skinny girl happened. Get, yeah. Skinny how did she get on the show? Housewives of New York. Yeah, exactly. Like, she, like, came up with, like, she, like, talked about it, and then it was, like, pitching it and then by like the end of season one she actually had like an investor or something like it was yeah. something like backwards like that and yeah. not backwards like um like it's yeah she was living necessarily in, down yeah yeah she was living in like a 400 square foot apartment in new york city broke as shit was bro- mm-hmm. like broke as fuck like i like hey i can't really talk because that bitch just broke myself but we're <laughs> like we're just i'm just trying to make a point yeah and bravo did, allegedly got none of the piece of that pie and mm-hmm. that's allegedly part of the rift huh well she might be coming back isn't she potentially for no, the she's next saying season? no she's saying no no she said that before though too <laughs> like, well, I, don't, no. I don't trust her i really don't bethany i don't, is, I don't either but i, do I think, think she's good for storyline i think she's good for plot but i think as a human being i think she would no she's a one. shitty human being like the tea that i heard is that she wants ep oh that's the rumor i heard she wants producer ep if she wants more I mean, control considering considering she's done i mean I mean, I can get why she would think she can leverage that. I'm sorry. My Siri wants to be a part of this conversation. But, um, okay, go on. I want to hear your tea. Oh, no, no, no. She's just done so many spinoff shows, and they never last longer than a season or two, other than I think her top. Frederick's show, and they're no longer friends, allegedly, because of that. Because you remember she was trying yeah. to do a real estate show? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Who gives a fuck about real estate? 
I'm sorry. I don't. I don't give a fuck about you going to a house trying to act like you're going to do something, Bethany. You ain't doing shit. I don't see you picking up one goddamn paintbrush and painting one goddamn wall. All you're doing is walking in with your dusty ass clothes, with your messed up haircut that you've been rocking for the same five years, saying, oh, this house needs to get fixed. And I'm going to pretend I'm going to do something. And it leaves and it comes back. Saying that she did some shit when she did it. And Reza from um, Shaw's A Sunset tried to do the same bullshit. Tried to walk in, tried to act like he was going to paint a wall. Fucking did it. Came in with his Versace and fucking left. No, your show got canceled because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Because you remember the shows like back in the day when they actually came in the house and they actually did some shit that was on yeah, ABC. Yeah, they did the yeah they uh, the uh, the HGTV like the uh, house flipper people. Yes, and all of that. they yes. actually did something. You can actually learn something. Like, oh my god, I know how to pot a plant now. Oh my god, I know how to do this. Or oh, I could, oh my god, I could do this with my kitchen. No, I don't want to see your bitch ass coming in for ten minutes, reading me the fucking filth, trying to act like you did something when you fucking did it, and you're gonna come back in the last ten minutes. Fuck off. I don't care. Oh, I, I, on that same note, like there's so many YouTubers who do like really great home renovation videos yeah. and like deserve their own shows. Yeah. Versus like these rich people who are just like, here's like a million. Oh, we lost $800,000. That's right. fine. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see that. Like you're doing absolutely fucking nothing. It's just that you have the money and the resources to buy cheap homes, mm-hmm. fix them up, put them on Airbnb. I'm not taking mm. away from her for that, but that's not a television show. Like, who wants to watch that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one, because it got canceled. Okay, so I think the most interesting thing about the current, like, big name Real Housewives lawsuits right now. So we've got Erica Girardi, who was married, was, is married to Tom Girardi, who was mm-hmm. being sued. And then now she, it just came out today as we are recording, that she is also being indicted for about $25 million. They caught that $20 million, 20 million was moved from Girardi's um law firm to mm-hmm. her llc and she the erica really jane came, one yeah the erica jane one and she really tried to come on reality tv saying by golly i don't know where that 20 million dollars went to and i'm innocent yes yeah, i thought that was very is, interesting is like, her whole thing about like not knowing like i didn't know anything i don't think so because like sure they, they there seemed to be some back and forth on whether or not they had like a really involved relationship, whether or not they had an open relationship. Right. But then there's also little bits on the show. And I know reality TV is not always reality. Ha ha ha. I get the point. Yeah. No, I don't want any of those comments. Right. <laughs> but like um, with it, when it comes to, uh, there were moments in the show, like she wasn't allowed to buy her own jewelry. She, right. there was multiple times where she wanted to make renovations to the house and she had to ask, like, I just want to make sure that like, like she checked in with Tom and all of that. And it's like, yeah. There are certain bits where it's like, okay, you have to know certain elements of this. Like, maybe she didn't know everything. Maybe she well, didn't know the amount. Well, my issue is, is how were you a cocktail dancer or whatever the fuck you're doing? Like, how are you a stripper and don't count money? That's what I want to know. Like, that was your cash <laughs> job, being a goddamn waitress counting bills. Like, so how did you do that and act like you don't know how to bank account works? Like, it's fucking yeah. bullshit. Like, you yeah. were a fucking stripper. Like, that's like Cardi B not checking her finances. Cardi B was an open stripper. Yes, she's counting the ones. Cardi is counting her bills. I have never seen a stripper get rich and become broke. I've never seen it happen. Mm -hmm. They're always counting their bills. Are you fucking kidding me? That don't make no fucking sense. And then the thing with Erica that makes no sense is she's extremely irresponsible in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because there is a story, and I believe it, that she went on a podcast. I think her name was Heather McDonald. That's the person that runs the podcast. She's a uh, comedian. She has a... I, at least one special on Netflix. I met her at one of my friend's graduation parties one time because oh. one of my friend's moms went, was in a sorority with her. And oh. I said, I made a comment, and this is like one of my greatest fears of all time is like making an, a comment to a, a comedian and then like it one it somehow gets construed as rude and then I end up in a comedy special. Like that's like one of my greatest that, fears. That would be a vibe. That's a vibe though. Like, I, I, mean, I want to like, be that bitch. But like, I want to be roasted to millions. Like roast my ass to millions of people. I want to pay your bill. Please, roast me. <laughs> and then at the end of it, like, tell them to p- subscribe to my channel afterwards. Like, you know that bitch I just roasted? Yeah, go to her fucking Twitch or tell her she fucking sucks. <laughs> I just made, like, I was, like, she was talking about her podcast or something. And I was like, oh, it seems like a lot of people are getting into the podcasting space. Like, just making small talk. Yes. And she was like, well, I've had mine for three years. Like, it was like, I've never felt my, like, you know when you, that, like, my heart fell to my ass. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that in a 
it's a comment though, because bitch is true. Everybody has one. It's a fact. Everyone has one. Like how's hi? Like, welcome to the Small Shenanigans podcast, the what? podcast that does not need to exist. Heather, if you're watching, hi. <laughs> you know that bitch that made a comment about your podcast? Well, she made one too. A lot of people are getting into the podcasting space. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? But like, so Heather uh, interviews a lot of housewives and Mm -hmm. Erica went over there and like in the beginning of the, well, a lot of podcasts, they don't have cameras. A lot of them don't. Mm -hmm. It's just strictly audio. So it was strictly audio, no camera. And she's saying that she brought the glam squad to come on the podcast. It's been $30,000 and she was even seen. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, well, bitch, how'd you get that $30,000? And like, we could do the whole argument like, oh, she was a pop star, da, 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 da. I'm sorry. I never mm-hmm. heard of Erica Jane before Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And I've been to the gayborhood. They call it the gayborhood in Dallas, like a whole strip of gay clubs and stuff. I never heard one bop of hers. Not one. Now, she did come to one of the um, gay bars that I do have in Dallas, but that's after she became a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star. But mm-hmm. was Erica Girardi or Erica Jane there before? No, she was not. Even when you have money, money, okay? Yeah. Whether it's gotten from ill-gotten gains or not. I yeah. think once you get over, I'm going to, I want to say 5,000, but I think that's low. Let's say over 10,000. You know yeah. what you're spending. Right. Like you can't just drop that and not know, like, huh, can we, you know, pay the mortgage on house number 13 this year? Like what, like, yeah. you know where the money is going. Like or you're you spending $30,000. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just ridiculous. She's spending $30,000 on a glam squad when she's going, uh, when she went overseas on all the different trips they went to, she brought her glam squad with her overseas and gave them all first class tickets. Who mm-hmm. are we talking to? Who are we fooling? Then she's bragging about having a million dollar ring on her finger. And mm-hmm. I, and I was extremely ignorant to what Tom Girardi did. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until I saw The Housewife and The Hustler. I think it was something like that. And it was on yeah. um, Hulu. I watched that and I was mm-hmm. gagging. Gagging. Yeah. It was some good yeah. tea there. And I was ignorant to what Tom Girardi did because I thought lawyer means you make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So when she came on and she says that I have two private jets and I have a million dollar ring and I have all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I hear that he's a lawyer with the Aaron Brockovich trial. Mm-hmm. I didn't think to question it. So then yeah. I'm watching the documentary, whatever that was on Hulu, and I was like, "Oh, lawyers make money, but not like fuck you money." And the money yeah. that she was spending was like, if he was Jeff Bezos, like mm-hmm. having two jets, that's kind of insane. Where yeah. God rest the dead, Kobe Bryant, he didn't even have like he had um, he didn't even have his own helicopter; he rented his. Yeah. God rest the dead. And that was yeah. Kobe. I think the thing. So let me just explain really quick for the listener. Um, so what Tom Girardi did is he was basically I want to I'm going to put it like a hero lawyer we'll say that's what he was considered as because he got involved his lawsuits involved toxic tort so what he would do essentially was he would take on cases that were like say like the Aaron Brockovich case water supply being uh, polluted and he was one of the first people at the time it was the biggest settlement for the victims of a class action like that which I think was like I want to say 32 million that seems low it's not it's it's 32 million or 32 it's like and it was back million. in like the 90s, I think. Yeah, but like that was like the largest settlement they had ever gotten at the time. So he became like one of the top lawyers, not just in toxic tort and like these types of cases, but in dozens, of, like compared to other lawyers, he was like considered like the superhero lawyer, basically. The thing with Tom Girardi is what he started doing at some point, and this is all alleged, again, the case is ongoing, but there's there's evidence to point to it, but again, alleged because I don't want to get sued. <laughs> According so- to the LA Times... Yes, according to the LA Times and uh, bravo.com. <laughs> but basically what Tom Girardi would do allegedly is that when he would get these settlements for these victims that he would take on these cases and some and he would what he would do which I think is insidious on occasion is he would with insidious not he it's only on occasion is it insidious. <laughs> what he would sometimes do is take these cases quote unquote pro bono and say oh I'm only going to get paid once we get the settlement. But then he would draw out when the settlement was going to come to the actual victims of the cases that he would win. And he would pocket that money or launder that money for, and not even, not even laundering it. He wasn't even doing that. He was just like, yeah, this is mine. And yeah, like he literally took it. and said, this is mine. And then did some bullshit. Allegedly. Telling, yeah, <laughs> and, and allegedly like had the clients say like, Oh, let's do it. Like a payment plan. Like you invest in my firm. Like it was like insane what this man was doing, hiding mm-hmm. these people's money. The documentary that I watched, like one story really bothered me. So 
they all the they're fire. all bad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be clear, they're all yeah. bad. But mm-hmm. one guy, it just really rubbed me the wrong way. Literally, he, he became a burn victim because he was literally watching a football game mm-hmm. and a pipe burst. Yeah, that's literally what happened. Like, it's like imagine you staying at your house or you're just in your home. And a pipe burst. He barely survives and his girlfriend's dead because Mm -hmm. she went to go get something from the shed. And so when you hear stories like this and literally he's in the hospital, right? And Tom Mm -hmm. Girardi showing up like the, you know, like the great Michael, the angel Michael, I'll Mm -hmm. help you. My law firm will get these bastards. So, and he does. And he's promised all these millions of dollars. And it's not because this guy wants to be rich. He's a burn victim. He's going to have to get treatment for the rest of his yeah, life. Yeah, there's that's that's a lifelong af- like effect or an yes. after effect from and this, and it has and to be paid for. It's, yeah, and it's expensive and all yeah. of that. So yeah, oh, this he is, has to I get skin grafts, <laughs> all this kind of stuff, and he can't work because like it's very painful. So it's not like mm-hmm. oh, I'm a burn victim and I want to you know get these people back for what they did to me. Rightfully mm-hmm. so, he should feel like that. Yes. But the main thing is, it's like, he got to pay for these treatments, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap. And Tom Durati, like, stole that money, allegedly. And then we're hearing about the plane crash victims dealing with widows and orphans. It's just like, oh, God. Bro, like, you're disgusting. And then these we're are hearing- like, there's a lot of things with uh, someone, we could go into ethics and someone could sit here and be like, okay, well, not all victims are like, when you deal with toxic tort, the victims are quite literally victims. And they're like actual the most, victims. Yes. Like these are people who need long-term care and support. And that's not cheap. Okay. Not no, just for not. themselves, but for their family members and the like. Okay. These are life. These are people that are, who are experiencing lifelong ramifications for the acts of companies and individuals. And the fact that Tom Girardi, I'll say it allegedly preyed on these people specifically because he knew there were big settlements involved and then started cashing that money out for his own personal gain. And so his wife could have her pop star career. Yeah. Yeah. It's a serious fuck you. It's a serious fuck you because like they're saying allegedly that he was going to have the conversation with her saying that we can't do this anymore because, because it's, we're literally burning money. You're not a Mm -hmm. star. You're not a hit. We can't do this anymore. And then um, Yolanda, should, I think it was Yolanda Hadid or Yolanda mm-hmm. Foster, who was married to David Foster, suggested mm-hmm. Erica to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So if mm-hmm. it wasn't for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she would have stopped. Now, the, what's really, really interesting is now we see that there's a 25 million that she's getting, um, you know, she's getting in trouble in bankruptcy mm-hmm. court for the 25 million dollars. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting is one of the people in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, her name is Sutton. Now, mm-hmm. she is very rich, mm-hmm. very, very rich. She was married to a very rich man, and they got divorced, and she got her money. We love to see it. <laughs> we love to Gaslight see it. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Yes, <laughs> we love to see it. Now, she wants to keep her money, rightfully so, and she consider Erica her friend. Now, rich people do this shit all the time, and I've heard it all the time, that like, if Someone's going through a hard time and you have a rich friend, they will say, hey, I will loan you some money because you're mm-hmm. going through a hard time and you're not getting any money. I'll help you. Here's a couple million dollars. Like for mm-hmm. us, I'll be lucky if my friend lets me bother borrow $5, not millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Like here, just pay me back when you can. Can't relate. Mm-hmm. But Sutton was going to do that for Erica. And what's sad is this scene was actually removed from the original episode. Mm-hmm. Then Sutton offered this to Erica, saying, like, hey, if you need some money, I'll give Wasn't it, to it you. also didn't she also give Erica some legal advice and she was worried she was gonna be implicated? I don't you know what that wouldn't surprise me. But mm-hmm. yeah, but like Sutton was trying to be a friend to her. And yeah. then that LA Times article came out and she called her lawyer because she got a lot to lose. So that's yeah. why I'm kind of confused with the other wives kind of being hypocritical, saying, Sutton, why are you backing away from her? And why are you not being a good friend? Because Sutton got a lot to fucking lose over there. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I'm a broke person, which by the way, allegedly they're asking Lisa Rinna questions. If I was investigating Erica and her involvement, fuck yeah, I'm talking to the people in the housewives where they were all getting paid the same chunk of money. Like, absolutely. They they went on trips together. Erica treated them to certain things and here and there. Like, yeah, you're asking your friends, especially if I was... Hell, side note, I 
look, I agree in friendship, but if I had been given something from Erica, I would probably reach out to my lawyer and be like, hey, should I be ready to surrender these things if they come knocking on my door? Like, what are my rights in this situation? Because you need to protect yourself. I'm sorry. Some like be a good friend, but also like you when you have a lot to lose, like I think it's normal. She has a lot to fucking lose. So for everybody to kind of look at Sutton and be like, oh, you're a bad friend, da 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 da. They're already talking to Lisa Renna. I don't know if they're talking to Kyle. I don't know which. Kyle, girl. See, I wonder, I think Mauricio might have allegedly more control over like Kyle's finances and Kyle's like legal do you, stuff. Do you, do you want to talk about Mauricio? We can. We can as well. Um, my, so basically my we point can. that I, I started, <laughs> we absolutely can. We can get into the husband. There's so can. much with the husbands. There's so much with the husbands. But with uh, my, my point with bringing up uh, the interesting thing about um, – both uh, Erica and Jen Shaw is on both of their seasons and both of their respective Real Housewives uh, iterations. There were other housewives who people and audiences were like, hey, what's the deal with this business transaction? So on uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, there is- Jen, um, oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So Mary may or may not be a cult leader. (laughs) But like, can we, okay, like, by the way, Mm-hmm. I love Jen. Like, when, if she goes to jail, I want Bravo to record her through the cell. See, the thing with Teresa... Okay, so the interesting thing about Teresa Judice going to jail is yeah. they, in fact, they moved their recording, their recording schedule around when yeah. she was getting out. They didn't... So it's not like she missed a season. She is no. one of the OG housewives, and she earned that title. She went to jail. They paused, and they they paused <laughs> the filming for, like, a year and a half and did a whole mm-hmm. special recording um her husband and the kids so that's mm-hmm. why i get kind of upset with the fans when people say it's a teresa show it is a teresa show but it's called real She's housewives in new jersey it's also very interesting like because i recently um over the pandemic i like binge watched all of uh new jersey and a couple other yeah. like, shows and it's very interesting to see how she's uh, matured, not even just like as a person, but as a businesswoman, like she's really jail will changed. do that to you. Not even just that though, but before going to jail and all that, because I do think there were a lot of businesses of hers, not including the lawsuit, that were I think maybe in her own mind like started with good intentions. Like you know, yeah. I want to do this with, I want to have my dessert business, and I want to do that with my daughters. And- oh yeah, Kathy in the dessert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I think there were a lot of different, like her, like uh, was it was it fabulous? What is what is the yeah, fabulous Fabellini that like ghetto yes. ass wine, and then she had the cookbooks. Oh my god, Caroline! Oh my god, the tea that came out about Caroline and her okay, family. That was gonna be my question. Okay, that was gonna be like one of my ending questions for you. So we're gonna wait to talk about the potential, <laughs> the potential mob relations of the uh, Real Housewives. But, and what uh, happened to Dina? Oh. Oh God! And her, Dina's a uh, boyfriend, fiance. No, her ex-husband, he... Caroline's brother-in-law. No, 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 wait, no, wait, yeah. No, wait. Also, with Erica on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Dorit Kemsey or Kempsey. How yes, do you pronounce Dorit. Yes. Her and PK, her husband. There's allegedly some some shady business dealings in there as well. And my favorite uh, editing moment from the Real Housewives is when she they had PK and Dorit sitting next to each other. Yes, and, and they, they looked like bandits. Yeah, and it was like, "What's your so? What is uh? How do you guys make money?" And it was just like <laughs> it was the weirdest moment. Oh god, no idea how they make. Like I, I don't know how they make money, but like wait. it's not just from being uh, what Prince George is that the guy? Yeah, it's there not has just from being his manager. Prince George is yeah. not giving that much money. Like who? Like honestly, who goes to his concert? I'm 23. I can't answer that. I have no idea. Nobody. Nobody. No motherfucking body. Except for the nursing home. Okay. So like Jen he had Shaw's one hit, right? Like, stop it. Like, that's like the same thing as saying that the Hansons are rich because they say oombop. Like, shut up. Be quiet. I don't even know. Like, I don't, like, I don't even know. You, if you put a gun to my head, they're like, what was his hit? I'm going to be like this. I know it has like that kama 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 part in it. That's it. That's the only thing I know. Come on, chameleon. Is that it? Yeah, like come on, chameleon. Exactly. Is, is that the Beatles? Wait, <laughs> wait. No, that was him. Exactly. That's my point. Like, shut up. Like, Aqua had more hits. Like, they had Barbie Girl. They had Ooh. more hits. Aqua did. Stop. Oh my God, LMFAO had more hits. <laughs> yes, yeah, worry. Like, John did. What? Yeah. 
like pretty okay. like girl bus. <laughs> but no, Mauricio is so interesting to me because mm-hmm. they didn't really address what happened between Kyle and Kathy Hilton and why they beefed for so long. Their mm-hmm. beef lasted for 10 years. So, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I thought it was very interesting how I they I do really- think Kyle is afraid of Kathy and losing her again. I do think yeah, she would not like, stand up to Kathy but given Kyle the opportunity. Kyle is so in love with Mauricio mm-hmm. that she can not even be honest with what he did was wrong. Like he can't even be honest with the situation. So mm-hmm. for the people in the back, this is all alleged. So mm-hmm. the reason why Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton's mother, had a fight with Kyle was the first thing was Kyle put their sister Kim on the show. Mm-hmm. And Kim is an alcoholic. And on the show, Kyle exposed Kim's alcoholicism. Mm-hmm. That was the season finale of season one was you take that back. You're a liar. You're sick and you're an alcoholic. And now everybody knows. And that's mm-hmm. what Kyle did to Kim. And Kathy had a real issue with that because their family's ex- extremely private. Because, for mm-hmm. example, we don't hear anything about Paris's little brother. Oh, you know how he's on drugs and cursing people out on the airplane? Yeah, I know. Google it, TMZ. Paris Hilton, you know, she went to jail, jail over drugs. People try to forget that shit, too. She's been caught with drugs several times. So that family is extremely, extremely private. A private, private family. So when Kyle put out Kim's business about being an alcoholic, Kathy felt a real ways by that because mm-hmm. it was exposing a family secret. So then that was the first strike. Then the second strike was Mauricio was allegedly broke as hell when he met Kyle. And Rick, Kathy's husband, the Hilton, which I didn't know, but like their money is not from the Hilton. That's their own money, apparently. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought they made money from the Hilton. But no, Ricky Hilton made his money from doing a real estate agency. Mm-hmm. That's how they have their house and everything. So Rick, being a good brother-in-law, put Mauricio under his wing. So that's how Mauricio originally made his money. So then Mauricio Mauricio wanted to spread his wings. And Rick allegedly gave his blessing, saying, yeah, Mauricio, you can leave. The issue was... Mauricio took people with him. The hostile exit. And that's why I don't like Mauricio because Mauricio Mauricio was like, I don't see what the big deal is. You poached clients, you poached employees. Like that's, that's just business etiquette, especially with amongst like wealthy people when your business is like literally an empire, essentially, especially with Hilton's like, you don't, you don't mess with that, you know? And then Kyle was just here and cry, be like, I don't know why I'm not invited to uh, Nikki. I don't know why mm-hmm. I was invited to Nikki's wedding. I don't know why I'm not invited to Christmas dinners. I don't know why my husband's not allowed to come. And then also she did the uh, American Woman, which was and a show based on her woman. mom. Yeah, a show based which, on her mother story, which, which Kathy I, and Kim were both against. Look, I went on Cheryl's World. She, ha- she talks about housewife stuff. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to repeat what was said about Big Kathy, but there's some tea there, a lot of tea, and we'll leave it oh, there. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. we will link that episode. Damn. We will leave it the <laughs> fuck there. It's on Cheryl's world. We'll leave it the okay. fuck there. Okay, we'll let's leave- just touch, we'll touch on Jen Shaw's, uh, what she was actually charged yeah, with. Yeah, so Jen, but yeah. She was but like indicted the- for uh-huh. her alleged role in a long-running telemarketing scheme while filming season two of The Royal Housewives of Salt Lake City. What was alleged is that, so what it seems, because like watching the show, I recently binge watched it. It's on Hulu. Oh, I love City. the show. I love Finally. the show. It's so entertaining. I don't understand. It is. I love <laughs> Jen Shaw. I love the show. And that's mm-hmm. why, and like, we'll, we'll keep up with the subject. That's mm-hmm. why I get frustrated when people say that the reason why Real Housewives New York wasn't, isn't successful anymore. New Jersey didn't do well. OC didn't do well. Dallas just got canceled. And people are saying the reason why this is all happening is because people are over housewives. No, clearly Mm. we're not. Because Salt Lake City brings it. Potomac brings it. Beverly Hills is currently bringing it. Okay. Oh yeah, right now, absolutely. But there was a there, bit. There was a whole bit where there was like one season where I was like, okay, I I don't care who said what. Like you're done. Yeah. <laughs> next, yeah. Next episode. Right. Right. But like, it's not a we're tired of housewives. Is you're not bring. They're not bringing it. And I feel like Salt Lake City really brought it. 
They really came in. They were freshman girls. You know what I mean? They really made Utah interesting. Because before that, like, it's like, who gave a damn about Utah? Nobody. Not a fucking soul gave a fuck about Utah. Not one goddamn soul. Because when I was first pitched, when they first pitched the show, and they showed the mountains and the snow mm-hmm. and all that bullshit, and no disrespect to Mormons, because I'm a friend with a Mormon, but knowing how Mormons get down, I was like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. We're going to go skiing every single episode? Like, yeah, what's happening? they don't smoke, they don't drink, they don't curse. Because that's what they believe in, respectfully. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. so what are we going to do? And then I saw a whole different, like, so much different veils of Mormonism from this yeah, show. Yeah, no, alone. it was like, really interesting. Very interesting. Which I talked to one of my Mormon friends about it. I was like, mm-hmm. so I'm watching this show and there's Mormons on there. And she was like, is it Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is. Are y'all going to do anything? Like, like they're Scientologists, <laughs> which are not. I'm just like, are y'all going to do anything about it? What are you going to do? And she, and she just looked at me. She's like, we're aware and we're letting it go. I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I respect that. <laughs> I was like, okay. Because like with the sister wives, you don't talk about it. You don't talk about how they were this close to being banned from a state. Like you don't. Yeah. Yeah. They don't talk it. about it. But like I, I asked about, I asked her about Salt Lake City and I was like, so we're letting it go. She's like, yeah, we're letting it go. I was like, okay. God bless. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh god. But yeah, no, I didn't understand what Jen did other than party plan. Like I didn't fully understand. She's very entertaining, great TV. She I just didn't know what, she what did. her husband did. She kind mm-hmm. of presented it that he was the head coach. He's not the head mm-hmm. coach, he's assistant coach. So I was like, wait, no shade to an assistant coach. But how are you wearing Versace every day? Like, how are you mm-hmm. in Vegas and you're bringing in a whole rim of Versace for y'all to try on and y'all can grab whatever you want and walk out? How mm-hmm. are you making these parties? How do you have 10 assistants? How is this all happening? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was very elaborate. And she said, oh, I'm a marketing. I'm, I'm a marketer. Da, da, da. And I read an article about her trying to explain what she does. Mm-hmm. And she says that, she knows the secret of algorithms. And she said, you know, when you go on a website and you randomly see an ad about Neiman Marcus and some shoes, that's me. I did that. So when you click on that link and you buy something, if you click mm-hmm. on the link, she gets paid. If you buy something, she gets paid more. That's what she basically was to be. Basically, she was pretending to be those YouTubers who were like, affiliate marketing is the easiest passive way to make money. That's what she was pretending to do. Um, and that got her that big pink office with the flowers and uh, the, was it the bike? The roller skates, the scooters? She came in, one of the episodes, she like rode in on something. It was very like my, Like that boy from TanaCon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The Segway guy, Michael Weiss. Hey, if Michael, I still am waiting for him to get back to me about an interview. He was going to confront me about my video on TanaCon and going on Dr. Phil. Um, yeah. I will link my Dr. Phil episode down below. Anyway. Um, I love that episode, by the way. It was a good time. Thank you. But yeah, no, basically what Jen was actually doing was supposedly involved in a telemarketing scheme. So basically those people who call you and be like, hi, you signed up for a timeshare. And you're like, no, I didn't. This is the FBI. And And then you hang up. And she was giving out information of elderly people. Like she was giving them, she was selling information of elderly people. Yeah. She was basically crying. She was quote unquote doing a pitching scam essentially where she would like send you links to sign up for things and then you wouldn't actually get the things. There was technically not no money involved, but she was basically mining people's private information and then selling that information to companies Mm -hmm. like marketing companies and stuff. So she was basically the illegal middleman. She was money laundering your information, allegedly. Don't sue me, Jen, please. Anyway, um, your style is impeccable. Please don't sue me. (laughs) I know. I love her hair. I love her clothes. I love her dress. Which, and then Mary Cosby. Mm Mm-hmm. So, alleged, okay. (laughs) I'm not going to say that she runs a cult. Well, did you hear that during COVID, the church was shut down? Mm -hmm. And she allegedly would have days where she would, like, tell her congregation to send her money. And one of the days, I read an article, one of the days, like, she got six figures. And her husband, I almost said the G word. So let's explain what the deal is with Mary and her husband. Um, Basically, uh, he was- I don't want her to come after me with her shrinked up nose and bad wig. Which I like how she admitted (laughs) to her having a bad wig problem. Yeah, I agree. Which I saw in the trailer of the new one, her wig is still sliding. Yeah, like, because, like, you remember her excuse of her hair issue was, it was bad. And she scrunches up her nose when she talks. So she does this. It was bad, yeah. Andy. 
My, yeah. no, my hair was bad, but, but, um, I didn't have my hairdresser. And so I'm looking yeah. at the second trailer and I'm like, did the hairdresser not show up again? Because she was sliding yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, you're getting all this money. Okay. I'm not judging. Like, <laughs> no, no. Like for you to, to for your wig <laughs> game to be that bad. And I could go and put on a wig for like $20 and my wig still intact. That's a problem. Yeah, I'm too white to comment on this, but Diva, okay, go I'll do it. it. I'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, I'll explain the uh, the husband explanation. Uh, basically, allegedly, um, no, well, no, allegedly, no, that part like, ain't alleged. She owned up to about her and her husband. Ooh, basically, her word. husband when she was at uh, when her grandmother passed away, allegedly in this will. And I can say allegedly. Well, on that she's part. saying there, it was not in the will. That's what she did okay. on the reunion. It was not in the yes. will. And it was he said, she said. Because what she's saying is her grandmother told her to mm-hmm. marry her husband. And the husband is saying that he, that she told him to marry one of her girls. Mm-hmm. And apparently her mother wanted to marry him. Because she wanted the church, allegedly. It wasn't the church. It was the estate. It was the homes mm-hmm. and the restaurants and all that. That's what the mother wanted. So mm-hmm. basically what happened was for Mary to get for that estate to stay in their family, because obviously it went to the husband, he had to marry somebody in the family. So mm-hmm. it was going to be the mother. But uh, so what Mary is saying that they went and prayed about it. And God told them that the grandmother told God that he should marry her husband. You can't make. <laughs> Yeah, that's like something like you can't write. Like you can't make that up because I want to be like, that's a little far fetched. Everybody, like everybody's starving and everybody homeless and shit. Yes, God took time <laughs> to talk to to play matchmaker. Yeah, to play matchmaker. And they said, and she said that she didn't. They didn't have sex on the married night on the wedding mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and that she delayed it a while, saying it was a long period. Yeah. Like it was like a week. She was like the longest period. It was like a 10 day period, a two week period. And then they don't even sleep in the same room. Their son is cute though. Their son's adorable. Oh my God. And the way he got all blushy when he was talking about his fashion line that he wanted to start. He was like, so he was adorable. He was great. I love the son. But this season, they're supposed to be talking about how it's a cult. Because Lisa's at, Lisa, Lisa, she really surprised me because the beginning of the season with Lisa, she came off as, very very quiet girl that was like really obsessed with her businesses and stuff right Mm -hmm. and i feel like that reunion she really showed who the fuck she is yeah so she's going after mary and then she's Mm -hmm. gonna go after harry and not harry heather and then um whitney yeah they're gonna she's gonna go after heather and whitney and i'm for it and then meredith is gonna go after jen because of housewives twitter <laughs> housewives, Twitter gets so many housewives. They, I don't know why. It's like The Bachelor. Like, take Twitter away from your people. Stop it. I'm part of housewife Twitter. Like, I have like like because people ask me, they're like, they'll check the people that I interact with that are part of housewife Twitter, like the big, big, big people of housewife yeah. Twitter, and they notice they follow me, and they're like, "How the fuck did you get that follow?" And I'm like. Hence why Diva is on this episode. <laughs> I just, I just, no, like my, my, yeah. And Daniel Stop follows me. Oh, honestly, I'm kind of obsessed with her. Low-key. I, I love her. <laughs> so like, and so like anytime people talk shit about Daniel Stop, I take a screenshot of her following me. I'm like, I, I shine this once a week. But yeah, you gotta, I'm, get, you gotta get framed and put it in the background. Right. Like, so like, I'm cool with a lot of people in Housewives Twitter's like the big ones. And so like mm-hmm. one big one, her name is Love Andy C. And yeah. the main thing about her Twitter, which, by the way, for people that do not know this, this is actually like a, a confirmed thing. Bravo knows all the big Twitter accounts. Andy does too. They all do. And Love Andy C even said that she got contacted by Bravo about BravoCon, about like what they, what she thinks they should do and things like that. So like she was contacted. So, yeah. I mean, that's nice that they're involving fans and stuff. That's they great. always involve fans. That's more than they, YouTube does. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. They're doing way, right? Because they want to be around. So, yeah. they follow the Twitter accounts and they see what we're saying. Because if you notice these big accounts and you notice the replies, you'll look at the next season and you'll see big shifts and changes. Like, so, for example, 
Heather Dubrow, she's coming back at Real Housewives of OC. We did that. We asked for her back. Yeah. And then the girls that left was what we said we wanted gone. We did that too. So Andy has said, and Bravo has said several times that they look at interactions on Twitter. So one of the rules that we have is, is if we're talking shit, to not tag the housewife. Yeah. If we're talking shit about a housewife, do not tag them because it causes issues. And so, like, if you start tagging housewives and we're having a discussion, you get blocked. Mm-hmm. We don't play over there. Oh, gosh. Um, but, yes, so uh, the very first season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, uh, there was uh, a couple of people on it. And this was an in- – there was a lot of talk about it pre – the finale, but the um, the real the after the reunion or whatever for the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Andy Cohen was like, "What do you say about the uh, the mafia ties?" And I believe it was Caroline Manza who was like, "I'm not even gonna." That's such a yeah joke. because like, it's not the story is is that it's not her; it's her husband's family, the Manzo, yes. the daddy Manzo. So her mm-hmm. father in law was mm-hmm. murdered mob related mm-hmm. incident and they have this like it's called the bridgestone right or the firestone the or brownstone yeah the, the brownstone stone. it's like their like event restaurant area yeah, the space. restaurant yeah. things like that so allegedly that was helped by the mob allegedly that's how they were connected to the mob and now yeah okay wait, being- wait 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 another another disclaimer because now we're talking about people who could have us killed so yeah, like allegedly everything <laughs> All of this is allegedly. Again, I am a YouTuber. Diva is a streamer. We are not, uh, we have no legal standing and please do not sue us and or come after us and have us swim with fishes. Uh, please do not put a horse head in my bed. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, continue. <laughs> so, so like there's always been like weird buzzes about the Manso's family, about like Caroline's husband allegedly having a second family. Mm-hmm. And that was brought up in one of the seasons. I think it was like season it was her, I think it was her last season. I think it was like season yeah. five. She claims uh, she also, they also didn't know what happened to uh, her step, her father-in-law. Is she claimed, yeah, like, yeah. So she tried to make that claim. That season is a Frankenstein editing season because you know, it's, it's insane because they edit out a lot of stuff because mm-hmm. apparently they brought up Manzo having a whole nother family, like the husband. Having a mm-hmm. whole separate family, having a long-term girlfriend. So that was brought up and that was on camera and they edited that out. And then apparently at the end, there was like a huge fight that they did not show. And it was mm-hmm. apparently Jackie, Caroline, and the kids fighting. Mm-hmm. And they all had to go to court for it. So there's paperwork behind it. But they didn't show any of it on the season because Caroline was like, you're not going to show anything about my family because my family's thick of thieves. Da, 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 da. Okay, Caroline, whatever. So, I mean, considering what, um, speaking of uh, Beverly Hills, um, what what's-her-name had to send a cease and desist to the show and the other women to get, like, stuff you know taken what? out. The fact that she was able to do that, like, I'm surprised. You know what? You're talking about Denise Richards. And like, yes. I want to get back to the Manzo thing, but this is mm-hmm. why I don't really care about, you know, like, I don't really care about if Denise did or didn't do it. I don't care. But what's really frustrating to me is, is that Taylor Armstrong, was in a severe, severe abusive marriage. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew about it. Yeah. And they put that shit on camera. Mm-hmm. And on camera, Camille admitted that there was domestic violence in the home. And that mm-hmm. Taylor, dislo- she said broke the jaw. It was actually dislocated. But yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Tomato, tomato, your jaw got yeah. fucked up. It was horrific. Like, yeah, your jaw got what fucked up. What the details up. were. Yeah. Yeah, your jaw was fucked up. And there was like a whole scene where she's like screaming at Camille saying, You don't understand why saying that is so bad. You're putting me and my daughter in danger. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't understand exactly what that meant. Like, she meant that Russell could have hurt her and her daughter for having yeah. that shit being aired out on television. Which they aired it anyways, even though Russell committed suicide, they aired it anyways. Yeah. And for those wondering, there originally was an episode where it was, they showed all the other housewives and their families reacting to Russell's body. Yeah. And they, body and they will cut. never air it again. Because yeah, it, they it cut, was so it's, bad. It's taken out of every single re-recording. It's not on Hulu, all of that. It's, it's been basically quote unquote scrubbed from the internet. The only reason there's even evidence of it is like the recaps for the previous episode. Like yeah. they mention it. Like that's really yeah. it. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. And it was so 
bad. It was mm-hmm. so bad because they were just like, he's so selfish and how could he and da 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 da. And it was just bad. It was really, mm-hmm. really bad. And then when the reunion happened and they asked Camille and they asked the women, should that have aired? Should the season have aired at all? Mm-hmm. And Camille was like, no, because he has other children. Which I didn't know that he had other children. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that part either. Yeah, he has other oh, children. Wait. So it's not just um, Kennedy. So oh, yeah. the other his other children, that's what they have for their father the last seven months of his life. So when oh. I look at what happened to Taylor in the Armstrong family, which I'm not excusing the man and his actions, but he's no yeah. longer with us. I'm not mm-hmm. excusing domestic violence. But when we look at that situation where Taylor was in a very dangerous situation, and I have people like Denise mm-hmm. sending cease and desist because you allegedly ate Brandy's pussy. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. I'm like, Denise, we're yeah. talking about a dead man and domestic yeah. violence. And you're throwing a fucking fit over you sucking a clip. Especially because there was this whole thing with her husband and his like, different uh medicine practices and all this stuff and they that alleged was that they were being too. followed and hunted and all this stuff she was fine with that being left yeah. in but her potentially going down on brandy is like no yeah and then um she said she met her husband by having sex on the um in the massage table oh no because no no she, she to- took him she took him to get a happy ending no 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 like because she met him because he was a massage therapist like he was a oh, okay. healer and they had sex yeah. there yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, well, man, what's so confusing <laughs> about Denise was like her first mm-hmm. season there, her freshman year, she was talking about sucking dick and fucking and all that type of shit. And then mm-hmm. the second season she comes on there, she's like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about sex. I don't want to talk about threesomes. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. your whole season you were talking about fucking and everything. Mm-hmm. And then who your baby daddy is. You want to talk about Denise, how you had to take care of his twins from his other marriage because they were both so fucked up on drugs that you had to take care of her, their children. Want to talk mm-hmm. about that, Denise? But we're concerned uh, about people talking about threesomes when you take care of your ex-husband's yeah. kids. It's weird what some people choose to take an issue with when, when it comes to joke. their it's live stream. Yeah. So her one of her, her older daughter, who was the one that she was alleging was like having an issue with it, she went on TikTok herself and was like, yeah, I didn't really care. Like, I don't, I didn't know. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, yeah. I like how these kids are going on TikTok. Yeah. But yeah, but like back to the mob ties. But like the thing that was like really interesting is there were rumors for gears, but like the last damning thing was Dina, the youngest sibling, because like they come from like a family of eight kids or seven kids, like some insane mm-hmm. amount of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dina is the baby. So she's the youngest. Caroline's not the oldest, but she's more on the older end, but she's not the yeah. oldest child. And then so there's also Jacqueline's husband as well. Jacqueline's husband, well. and he's somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's not the oldest, but he's older than Dina. And I think she, he's younger than Caroline. But mm-hmm. like to sum it up, Dina, several years ago, she came home and her and her fiance were beat up, mugged, and tied up mm-hmm. and robbed. And it was really bad. Like, really mm-hmm. bad, really traumatic. Like, they were fucked up. Mm-hmm. Now, they're going through a whole court case. And we found out that was her ex-husband, Dina's, no, Caroline's brother-in-law. Contacted mm-hmm. people from the mob, allegedly, to beat her up and her fiancé up. Mm-hmm. I think they were dating at the time. I think they were like just, this was like right when they started dating and now they're engaged and now they're dealing with Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But like they were together. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. So her ex-husband did that. And what's really damning is that Caroline wrote a letter to the judge saying positive things about the brother-in-law. And that kind of sealed it for all the fans because for years, Caroline was making it seem like it was Teresa's fault of why her and Dina were close. Yeah. Or that Dina was the problem. Yeah. They kind of pushed this fake, fake narrative. And now we're seeing Caroline writing a positive, you know, character witness for her brother-in-law who beat the shit out of her sister. Who victimized her and all of that. And it's like, yeah. And also like, I always, I, I'm always suspicious of the spouse. Like it's one thing to want to have like private time, but when you have your spouse just completely off camera, 
the entire season and their face is never shown. That's suspicious to me. Cause then it's I agree. Like, I think that's a sus moment, you know? Yeah. Because like, I felt that way about Kenya and mm-hmm. Kenya and Mark. And then, um, that's real housewives of Atlanta. And then Mark went on camera and what a bastard he is. Mm-hmm. What a bastard. I felt for Kenya. I felt mm-hmm. for her. I was like, damn, you really wanted a baby that bad that you would marry this bastard. You really wanted a baby that bad. And I feel the same way about Tinsley because that's what happened to Tinsley. Tinsley oh, yeah. left Real Housewives of New York for that bastard. And he refused to be on camera. He left she left New York, left the franchise to go live with him. And then he proposed to her, then ended the engagement without even telling her. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk about lawsuits, now he sues. Yeah. So they, so I, there's rumors that Tinsley wants to come back, but Scott is willing to sue if she talked about him. I feel That's so bad not fair though. Like it's, it's her story. It, yeah. It's her story. Also, does he, does he even have legal grounds for something like that? I don't know. But Bravo is so... He can like, try and claim loss of wages if something does negative, but I mean, he, you have to show proof of that. He's a coupon that. man. Like, no one's going to fuck with him. He's a coupon man. Yeah. Yeah, he's a coupon man. He has multi-million... He has millions and millions of dollars. He lives in Chicago. And then, like, it's just, you know, it's just, like, really, really, you know, sad. But, like, Bravo deals with lawsuits all the time. You know, like, they're involved. I think they're getting involved with the Jin Chubb one. I know they're involved with the Erica Girardi one. I knew they were involved with the Teresa one. I don't, I think they were called about Jackie fighting people. I think they were called. But Bravo's really used to, you know, being involved with lawsuits. But I'm just, like, really confused with Erica and the way that she's moving. Because I'm like, girl, you saw She's trying to pull a Kim K. That's what she's trying to do. I, that's what I think. She's trying to distance herself from her husband to try and save her own ass, i.e. Kim K in January trying to do that public separation thing. Wait, you, you, I want to hear, but you said Kim K, talk about it. I want to hear your thoughts. Because I okay, think I know so, what you're talking about, but I'm going to let you say it. So basically, uh, Kim Kardashian filed for divorce, allegedly, all of that, whatever, filed, that's on record, but whatever. Um, but someone on TikTok, I, I, I would love to find this TikTok because someone broke this down really well. I think she's a uh, divorce lawyer. I think she broke this yeah, down really well. I know what you're talking about. I'm just but basically, yeah, but basically there was rumors that Kanye was going to get sued. And, uh, this lawyer said, you know, if I look, Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner is smart. Okay. If yes, she, she if she got wind that one of her daughter's husbands was going to potentially be sued because big lawsuits like that, you get it, you get a heads up. Hence Tom and Erica separation, alleged cheating, all of that. But what the, when you get a heads up like that, then everything from when there's a public separation date or there's a separation date, then especially in California, California, in the state of California, all of your assets after that fact cannot be, like involved in the lawsuit. Okay. So what happened was, is all of these publications started leaking these rumors like, Oh, is our Kim and Connie getting a divorce, whatever. And then later is when the lawsuit was officially filed or came down or whatever. Yeah. It was like and a so week now, later or something. Yeah. So then now when, uh, when Kim goes to file for divorce, if she, I, I assume she has already, um, at this point, it's been over a year now. There's, at this a, point. Ru- there's rumors going on that she's trying to get back with him. Kim, you deserve better. I'll say that. <laughs> she's a Libra. She's a Libra. Libras don't leave. Libras don't leave. Mm. I'm a Virgo. I'm, I'll leave. I'm a Scorpio. I'm scared of everyone, except everyone thinks I'm sexually active. <laughs> you know, because that's a stereotype for these Scorpios. That's a stereotype that y'all some real fucking freaks. I mean, in theory, it's just in practice. Like... <laughs> I want to be a freak. I do. Oh, God. I would love to be in my whore era so badly. I would love to be in my hot girl Halloween. I had a mini whore era that lasted for, like, a couple months. But, like, like still, like, my sex count is still low as shit. So, like, if I say it was, like, my whore era, people be like, girl, I do that in a week. Like, you know, like I'm like, JV wait, but that was me being a whore in my mind. Girl, bye. It was your JV whore era. Yeah. <laughs> Like, girl, bye. Like, you could never be a whore. Like, sit yeah. down, Diva. Sit down. You're a disgrace. 
But basically the Kim stuff is that the, um, so when she files for divorce, when they ask for a date of separation, they can cite all of these news articles that cited earlier. So that basically seems to be what Erica was trying to do. The same thing with Tom was say that there was a divorce. Oh, she filed for divorce out of nowhere. And she did it the day of the election. She is so calculating. And then she also said that Tom was in a car accident there is no record of it. And also she didn't go back to be with him or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of the stories start lining up. And so they straight up asked her, are y'all guys talking? She's like, no, we're not talking. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. for someone not talking, y'all are saying the same exact shit for somebody that, cause like, let me tell you, even though me and my ex-husband were cool and stuff, um, we don't say the exact same thing. Yeah. When it comes to you're, why you're two separate people. You're two, yeah, separate, it's two people. separate people, two separate opinions. So why mm-hmm. is your stories exactly aligning? That means y'all are talking. But no, if you're going to tell me what happened with my marriage and he, you would ask him what happened, we would have two different stories. Absolutely. Two different stories. No, mm-hmm. I'm not saying one of us lying. It's just like we have two different perspectives of what happened. Yeah, a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so, but yeah, the lineup. So that's what Erica is trying to do is she's trying to pull a Kimye. It's not working out. Do you think she's going um, to jail? If it weren't for Teresa, I would say no, honestly. Because I yeah. think I would try and think that there was they some type of cushion. Teresa in for less, by the way. For signing yeah. a piece of paper. For, it was like one piece of paper, I think. That's why she's in mm-hmm. jail, because of one piece of paper. They wanted to make an example out of the elite, yeah. I think, is what they were trying to do. But I think Jen Shaw's going to jail, too. I think she's oh, going yeah, to jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to look fabulous doing it. <laughs> I know, she's going. She's going straight to jail. Because back to, you know, that point is that her husband, not trying to shade him, he's just an assistant coach. He's just making six figures. Yeah. That's all he's doing. No, and he's like, making- even, because uh, originally people were like, oh, why is he working all these hours? I mean, if I was an assistant coach and I wanted to be head coach, I would be putting in those hours if I wanted well, that's, that. That's why he's, the assistant coach puts in all the hours. The head coach yeah. just shows up to be pretty. <laughs> he's but, a figurehead. Well, like, he does do work, but like, they yeah. just show up to be pretty. But like, when it comes to scouting and things like that, like, yeah, they're 100% right. That's the assistant coach. Yeah. That's 100%. It's like the uh, assistant directors. Like, that's why there's four or five assistant directors on every film yeah. Uh, credits you watch. Yeah. Which, you know, is a heavy job, but they don't get the biggest pay the the head coach does. But no, so like, I'm not trying to shade, you know, Coach Shaw, but like, he's only, he's making six figures. Six figures doesn't pay for all that stuff that she's doing. There's no Absolutely price. not. Absolutely not. Yeah, but like, she's making like, tw- she's wearing $20,000 outfits. She's spending $20,000 on a party. Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Six figures can't pay for that. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. So, Diva, I forgot to give you a warning. You'd like give guest warning. But at the end of every episode, I ask a uh, guest to share a shenanigan of their own. And this can be quite literally anything you want. There's been a weird theme of bird-related shenanigans, i.e. birds uh, coming and stealing french fries and food and chasing small children. It's very odd. Don't understand. <laughs> I'll repeat a shenanigan story that I said on uh, my stream I did yesterday. So. Okay. You know how returning stuff is such a bitch? Like returning yes. anything? Yes. So I was trying to return a external hard drive that literally took a shit. And I was trying to return it. And what happened was the external hard drive had different serial numbers for each single item. So the drive itself, the base, the cord, the box, mm-hmm. all had different serial numbers. So they were saying that I wasn't returning the original product because not all the serial numbers match. And this lady basically called me a thief saying, how about you actually return the actual hard drive and then we'll do your return. And then she walks away. So I told the guy, I was like, well, I'm not lying. This is it. I can't explain Mm -hmm. why there's different serial numbers. So I'm a Virgo. So he said, how about, (laughs) so this is, this was his famous last words. How about you just call customer service and they tell me that it's the right product. And I said, say less. So I move to the side, pick up my phone, flip the box, customer service number. Didn't even have to Google. Grab my phone. I'm on the side. I'm I even hold the whole conversation. So it took me about 30 minutes to get a hold of somebody. Yes, I want that motherfucking return. You never tell a Virgo. You never tell a motherfucking Virgo. What they need to do to make you look like an asshole in front of everybody. You never fucking do it because we have the pettiest motherfuckers out there. So I waited a whole 30 minutes. I'm on the phone. I told Lady what happened. Lady's like, 
Oh, this happens all the time. The reason why we have different serial numbers is to make sure there is no stealing. So I read her all the serial numbers and she's like, yeah, that's exactly what should be on that box. And she was like, you know what, baby? Let me get that return for you. Hand them the phone. I said, say less. I waved to the guy. <laughs> hi, hi, me. But one of you told me to call customer service. They want to talk to you. The line stops because it's like a return line. So he like, so I literally stopped the whole store for my bullshit. So he's on the phone and like, he's trying to act he like puff up his chest. And I don't know what the fuck that lady said to him because he went from confident to down phase. Oh my so gosh. Then he was like, ma'am, you can have your phone back. I was like, so can I have my, can I have my return? He was like, yeah, you can, you can have your return. And I was like, do you want cash or do you want a swap? I was like, I want a swap and you could go get it for me. Because I've been waiting for an hour to get this motherfucking return. You go get it for me. I'll be right here looking pretty. <laughs> That's a good shenanigan. We always respect shenanigans where people get their comeuppance for being... <laughs> Pettiness is rewarded on this, channel, on this <laughs> podcast. Amanda, in your mind, you're all like, I could totally imagine her doing this. And I did. 100%. Oh, because you just know he was like, why don't you... Go ahead and call Cuz. Like, I just, I, I'm picturing his voice and just dripping with venom. Like, oh, this will do it. Cause she won't take the effort. Like, it, exactly. And I did. Anyway, that's going to be it for this episode of Swell Shenanigans featuring me, Swell, Diva, Hermes, and Wednesday. <laughs> um, as always, um, all of our information will be linked down below. If you would like to send in your own shenanigans, there is a link down below as well for that. You can do that through Anchor and you can send in an audio recording of your shenanigans and me and my guests can rent, uh, can uh, talk about it. Diva, do you want to go ahead and plug all your stuff? Everything is to Phoenix Diva. My Twitch, my Twitter, my Instagram, my YouTube, everything to Phoenix Diva. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, this was great. Um, everything, I will have everything linked down below of mine and Diva's and Again, I still don't have a concluding uh, outro for these uh, podcasts. So uh, have a swell day. <laughs>